listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com. If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to save the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on December 21st, 1949. And George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is chair. C-H-A-I-R. Really? You'll bet your life. Elgin America, creator of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, finest dresser sets, presents Groucho Marx in the Elgin American show, You'll Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... Groucho! Last time I saw him, he was coming down the chimney. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! <laughs> Thank you. Well, here I am again, old Chris Kringle Marks, with $1,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Fanneman, who's first to try for us? We invited some messenger boys to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Harvey Crater, and here he comes with his partner, Fred Knopf, who was selected because of his unusual occupation. Gentlemen, meet Groucho Marx. Merry Christmas, and welcome for Elgin American Compacts. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins a 16-millimeter Apollo sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you use every day. You're, you're a messenger boy? That I am. Who do you work for? Oh, the Very Robonded Messenger Corporation. Where are you from? Oh, back east. Far east or the Middle East? Huh? <laughs> oh, I think it's more about the middle. Iron River, Michigan. Oh, that Middle East, I see. <laughs> of course, it's obvious you weren't born at home. <laughs> Messenger boy would have to be born in his delivery room. Uh... <laughs> Are you married? Yes. No. Do you have a girl? Oh, that I have. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice girl. What does she look like? Huh? Uh, she kind of resembles you. <laughs> Can't you get another girl? Uh... <laughs> Mr. Fred uh, Knoth, is that? That's right. You were chosen from the audience because of uh, an unusual occupation. What's unusual about your job, Mr. Knoth? Well, I manufacture bottles to break over people's heads, make rain, snow, fire, earthquakes, anything of that nature. What's so unusual about that? Huh? Well, I'd like to clarify that a little well, bit. I wish uh, you would. Huh? Uh, I'm, I'm one of the supervisors of the Special Effects Department at Universal International Studio, and that's my job to do the special effects required for picture work. Do you do any special work around Christmas? For example, could you make it snow? Sure. What do you use for snow? Cornflakes? Cornflakes. With uh, strawberries and cream or just... Uh, straight straight cornflakes, yeah. Have you ever thought of using snow? 
too uh, tough here in California. What's the toughest job you ever tackled in the movie business? Uh, making an earthquake? No, an earthquake is very easy. But I think one of the toughest assignments I ever had was uh, getting some chickens to fly out of a piano. The gag was that when they opened the piano, the chickens were supposed to fly out. When he tried this, nothing happened. So we finally had to just put a wire on each and every one of the chickens and yank the whole works out at once. What picture was this in? This that was in an Olsen and Johnson picture. Well, that explains it. <laughs> what do you do on your job, uh, Harvey? Pick up and delivery. Just what do you deliver? Well, anything. Could you deliver the Republican vote? Uh, it has to be something to fit in the station wagon. What's that? It would have to be something to fit in the station wagon. Well, the, the vote they got in the last election, you can put in the station Not only you could put it in the station wagon, you could put it in the glove compartment. Where do you get most of your business, Mr. Crater? Home from department stores. Anybody who needs emergency delivery service in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And how do you handle these emergency calls? In the jet plane? No, no, we use the station wagon. But in the downtown area, we like to use bicycles. You use a bicycle for speed? Well, sure, I can... I can make better time downtown on a bike than you can in an automobile. Maybe downtown, but not on Mulholland Drive. <laughs> Well, you, you both uh, certainly have interesting jobs, and uh, now George has a perfect Christmas gift from our sponsor. Yes, Groucho, a perfect Christmas gift for any woman. And I'm sure Mr. Knopf's wife will love this sterling silver compact engraved in 14-karat gold. And Harvey's girlfriend will love one just like it, thereby Elgin American, of course. Hmm. <laughs> You're a garrulous fellow, aren't you? <laughs> Anything embarrassing ever happen on your job, uh, Harvey? Such as delivering a message the same day it was given to you? No, not on the job. But something did happen to me at a party when I was awful embarrassing. What what was that? Well, it seemed we got involved in a kissing game. And I don't know how it happened, but a hook from my partial plate got caught in between her teeth. And when I... Oh, no, slower, slower. I didn't... Where, where was your girl while this was going on? The one that looks like me. Don't think I'll ever forget that. Huh? And don't think she ever will, either. Well? Well, anyway, when I finally broke away... Did you sing thanks for the memory? She said it was a time when the plates were everything. <laughs> Now I know why your girl looks like me. <laughs> now, what's the most valuable item you ever delivered, Lightning? Well, <laughs> it was a piece of jewelry valued at $5,000. You mean they trusted you, a perfect stranger, with all that uh, stuff? Oh, sure. We're all bonded. So's old granddad. <laughs> I've seen him disappear pretty fast. <laughs> well, you said you make an unusual team, and I hope you'll be very happy together. <laughs> In just one minute, you're going to work together as a team for $1,000. But first, listen to this. 
It's almost the night before Christmas, and there's plenty stirring at our house. Gifts to deliver, cards to address, and we're far from broke even giving the best. Elgin American. The loveliest dresser set for swanky Aunt Carrie. That sensational lighter case for smooth Uncle Harry. And Mother's Elgin American simulated pearls. Gorgeous strands, earrings, and rope. She'll let me borrow them, I hope, I hope. Yes, our magnificent compact magic action lighter and cigarette cases just couldn't be righter than Elgin American makes them. And talk about values. Elgin American beats them all. Looks like a million for prices so small. And there's also American Beauty to save you even more. It's Elgin American's companion line, the extra thrifty adore. So these last three days do as millions have done. Buy the finest gifts made by the only, the one, Elgin American. Let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,000 question. You're going to play your bet your life, Fenneman, and bring them up to date on the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's going on out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected songs that ask questions as your category. Is that right? Uh, how much of the $20 are you going to risk? $10. Ten, ten bucks. All right. Jerry Fielding will play, and you give me the title of the song. Play, Jerry. $30. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of your $30 are you going to try? 20 Give me the title of this song. One answer between you now. How deep is the ocean? How deep is the ocean is right. Eh? Now we have $50. All right, here's your third question. How much of the 50 will you try? 45 45 bucks. All right. What's the name of this song? The name of that is Don't You Love Me Anymore. You, you've got five dollars. Now, uh, how much are you going to bet now? Three bucks. Three, I guess. No, two five. All right, you're going for five dollars. Uh, what is the name of this song? It asks a question. Good and loud, and what is it? You remember? Remember me. Remember me is right. And light up with ten dollars. Thanks and good luck from Elgin America. Now stick around. You might still get a chance at the $1,000 question. Groucho, the secret word is still chair. Perhaps our next couple will say it. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a school teacher and a housewife. And here they are. Miss Betty Pearson and Mrs. Julie Gibson meet Groucho Marx. Merry Christmas, girls. And if one of you says the secret word, she wins a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you use every day. The teacher's like that when I went to school. <laughs> if I couldn't take another course or two. <laughs> School teacher and a housewife, eh? You're, you're the housewife, huh? Yes. Julie Gibson, huh? Oh, you're the, you're the school teacher? Yes, Betty, Betty Jane Pearson, huh? Where are you from, uh, Betty? Well, I'm from Whittier. It's about 12 miles east of Los Angeles. What, what does your husband do, Betty? I don't have a husband. Well, then you probably don't know what he does, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's the best way to keep a husband happy if you don't know what he does, huh? <laughs> but would you like a husband, Betty? Yes, I think so. <laughs> Anybody out here got an old husband and not you? Mrs. Uh, Gibson? Yes. Where, where are you from, Julie? Oh, I'm from all over. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's a good place to be for him. My husband was in the Air Corps, and uh, we traveled a lot until recently, but I originally came from Florida. Uh-huh. How, how'd you meet your husband? Were you in a parachute or something? Or... No, no. I was on a house party down in Florida, and... Um, the doorbell rang, and I went to the door, and uh, this man stepped in the door and um, frightened me so much, I screamed and fell down the chair. Why, let's get... You don't know it, Mr. Mrs. Gibson, but you just said the sacred word, which is chair, and uh, George oh. over here will tell you what you want. A 16-millimeter Apollo sound movie projector. Oh. Now, Mrs. Gibson, you can show regular Hollywood sound movies or movies you take yourself. It sells for $129.50. How, how'd you meet your husband, uh, Mrs. Gibson? I don't, I don't have a husband. What grade do you teach at school, uh, Betty? I'll call you Betty, huh? Eh? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, I'm in the first grade. You're in the first grade? <laughs> what, what do you teach in the first grade? ABC? Well, sort of. We teach reading and writing and number work and games and, and English. You, you teach English, huh? Yes. Uh, how's my English? Well, you speak fairly well, but... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes... Thanks for the qualifying. Uh, yeah, uh, sometimes uh, you're a little careless with your syntax. You say my syntax? Yes. You even got a tax on that now. Mrs. Gibson, uh, who disciplines the youngsters, you or your husband? Huh? I do. Why? Well, my husband doesn't like to spank them. I see. And you like to slug them? Huh? <laughs> well, no, it hurts me worse than it hurts them. You mean they slug you back, huh? <laughs> Mrs. Pearson, you, uh, do you do you believe in spanking youngsters, or should they be allowed to have their own way? Well, I, I think you should strike a, a middle course. <laughs> well, that's certainly the best place to strike them, eh? <laughs> Anything exciting ever happen around your school? The biggest thrill I ever had was the first day I started to teach school, and I stood in my own room, and there were 35 children, which were my own, and, and I... <laughs> How's your husband, Mrs. I don't have a husband. Still haven't got a husband. <laughs> Suppose you got up Christmas morning and there lying under the tree was a wealthy... <laughs> a handsome, wealthy, lovable young bachelor. What would you do? I'd call the police. <laughs> That's a good idea. They could hold him until you got a preacher. 
Now, we'd like you to have perfect Christmas gifts from our sponsor. For each of our ladies, Elgin American's beautiful simulated pearls. They're the finest pearls made by man. Nothing could be nicer for Christmas. Thank you very much. Beautiful. All right, now let's buy your bet your life for $1,000. You run your $20 into more than the other couples, and you get a chance at a big question later. Fenneman's <laughs> offstage remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The messenger and the movie man earned $10. You selected famous children of fact and fiction, is that right? That's right. Now, here's your first question. You have $20. How much are you going to risk? Ten. Ten what was the name of the poor English boy who became a wealthy merchant? He owned a famous pet cat. Um, was it Moby Dick? No, that was no, he, no, he owned a whale, huh? huh? Uh, was it David Cross? Oh. No, no. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Dick Whittington, and you should have known that, Betty. They now have five dollars. You now have five dollars. Well, that's a shame. How much of the five dollars would you try? Oh, one dollar, I think. Uh, How about two dollars and ninety-eight cents? Okay. Two and a half dollars, huh? Okay. What was the name of the kid in the Arabian Nights that owned a magic lamp? Aladdin. Aladdin is right. Well, they're on their way. They have seven dollars and fifty cents. You now have seven dollars and fifty cents for the price of a very fast steak at the Brown Derby. Here's your third question. You have seventy seven and a half bucks. How much are you gonna bet? Seven and a half. You're gonna bet that you're gonna shoot the worst, huh? Mm-hmm. What was the name of the girl who had a party with a mad hatter? Alice. Alice in Wonderland is right. Now they have fifteen dollars. You've got fifteen smackers, how much are you gonna risk? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. What is the name of the little wooden marionette whose nose grew every Pinocchio. time he told Pinocchio is right? Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play You Bet Your Life, and then we know we'll get the chance at the $1,000 question. But right now, I want you to pay attention to this. Good gracious, I've nothing for the Johnsons yet. Oh, gifts for girls at the office. Heavens, what can I get this late for Jim's boss? Keep calm, folks. It's not too late to buy the gifts that will make a big hit, do you proud, and look more expensive than they are. Elgin American gifts for men and women. Exquisite compact cigarette cases, dresser sets, luxurious simulated pearls, sensational lighter cases, magic action lighters, an almost endless choice of the most wanted gifts, all at real value prices. Gifts with the world's finest designing and craftsmanship. The prestige of the leading name in its field. The thrill of saying, it's an Elgin American. So make your last-minute shopping a big success. Tomorrow, buy the first-in-fashion, first-in-value gifts of them all. Elgin American gifts. Now then, we'll soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $1,000 question. George, who's ahead so far? The housewife and the school teacher are leading with $30. <laughs> and Groucho, the secret word is still chair. Our next couple doesn't know what it is. We invited some college students from foreign countries to the show tonight. And here comes the couple selected by our studio audience just before we went on the air. Miss Ruth Nicole and Mr. Jan Dykstra meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, to You Bet Your Life and Merry Christmas. 
And if one of you says the secret word, he wins a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you use every day. Uh, college students from foreign countries, eh? Miss uh, Nicole, is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Polybou Francais? Uh, no. Pregnancy date, honey? <laughs> no. Pablo, who's dead Espanol, kiddo? Oh, senor. <laughs> I knew I could do it. Chinese, huh? <laughs> I'm from Guatemala. Uh, Guatemala, huh? What part of China is that in? Huh? It's uh, Central America, between Mexico and Honduras in the tropical Central America. Uh-huh. And are all the girls as attractive as you down there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you come down. <laughs> I'm sorry to ignore you, but that... It's a beautiful girl here. That's a sweet. That's right. Jan uh, Dexter? Yes, I know her. What language do you speak, uh, uh, Jan? John? Well, let me How do you pronounce that, Jan? Jan, that's right. Jan. That's my name. What language do you speak? Huh? Uh, French, German, Italian, Indonesian, Greek, and then I have a dialect, Frisian. It's a part of Holland. You're a waiter in Theros, eh? <laughs> And then I speak all right, I English. I speak English, you too. I should say you do. You speak Not very good. good English. How is your syntax? <laughs> <laughs> what part of Holland are you from, uh, Jan? Well, I'm from Utrecht. It's not far from Amsterdam and The Hague. It is in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. What college are you attending? Oh, UCLA. UCLA, huh? What college is uh, so fortunate as to have you, uh, Miss Nicole? Southern California. What are you taking at the USC? Your English professor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am taking English. You're taking English? And journalism. What are you studying, Dutch Street? Oh, political science. Political science, huh? But that is not a Dutch Street. <laughs> That's no treat at all, is it? <laughs> How old are you, Jan? Twenty-four years, next what? month. Twenty-four, huh? And may I ask your age, uh, Miss Nicole? Of course. How old are you? <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah. Uh, Dutch Bob, uh, don't you miss uh, being home for Christmas? Very much. Holland is the original home of Santa Claus, isn't it? Yes, we do have a Santa Claus. Did he climb down the chimneys over there? No, he didn't climb down the uh, chimneys. Our Santa Claus, we call him Santa Claus, and he didn't come at Christmas, but at the 5th of December. And he himself is a dignified old bishop with a long beard and not a jolly round face as your Christmas man. And he he, uh, uh, rides around on a white horse. Does Chris Kringle come uh, down there south, south of the border? Yes, but we uh, know him as St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas. Yeah. What do you want for Christmas, uh, Miss Nicole? Well, uh, as long as I'm not going home, I like the people who have been so damnified by those terrible floods in Guatemala to have better Christmas because they're going to have a very sad one this year. Yes, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Does a Latin American girl ever run into unusual situations over here? Oh, yes. (laughs) I had a letter for my father that I wanted to mail. And I went to mail the letter and I saw a box and I pulled the lever. And uh, nothing happened, so I said, well, nothing happened. Things go wrong in the United States. (laughs) And fire engines began to come all over the place. And then came the fire chief and everybody. 
And then I discovered that this was not a mailbox, but a fire alarm box. Well, you lost the letter and got the ladder. Now, what are your impressions of the United States, uh, Miss Nicole? For example, what impresses you most about this country? Oh, there are so many things, but I'd say uh, hamburgers are very special. Here we have the Grand Canyon, the Chrysler Building, Niagara Falls, Salula Bankhead. And what impresses her most? A piece of meat on a bun. I mean, what do you like about the United States? I like the theaters and the beaches. They're beautiful beaches, especially Malibu. What do you dislike about the United States? And now be frank. Oh, there are many things. There are? It's true, oh, yes. I have what? a great gripe against the United States. Well, I grow gripes out here. <laughs> there are those doors that are marked in and out. And if you try to get in and it's marked out, then it goes against your nose and it breaks it. <laughs> Don't don't they have any doors in Central America? Oh, they are not marked in and out. You can go in whatever you like. You can. Oh yes. I tried that one thing. I thrown out. Huh? <laughs> well, you certainly are a charming couple. We we enjoyed having you here, really. And now, before we proceed, we want you to have the perfect Christmas gift from our sponsor. For Ruth, this lovely sterling silver compact with 14-karat gold engraving. And Elgin American, of course, the perfect Christmas gift. Oh, thank you. Like, you. you like it, Ruth? It's beautiful. Thank Mr. and Mrs. Elgin for me. Not only Mr. and Mrs. Elgin, I'll thank Mr. and Mrs. American. Huh? Oh, right. <laughs> you too. And uh, what have you got for old Dutch cleanser over here? <laughs> Elgin American's popular cigarette case with today's smart leather-like look. Something to show off to your friends. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I'm glad you like it, Jan. Now, let's play your bet your life. You beat the other couples, you get a crack at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is off stage to remind our listeners. The school teacher and the housewife were ahead with $30. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected world leaders as your category. That's right. Okay. Now, here's your first question. You've got $20. How much do you want to try? Five. No, let us put six. One dollar. <laughs> All right, who is Argentina's president? Perón. Perón is right. <laughs> you can decide on the single answer between you. Huh? So on the white ground, you only have $26. Okay, you got $26. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the 26 will you try? Can you go one higher? Oh, go 10. Then? Okay, 10. <laughs> who is the prime minister of India? Nehru. Nehru is right. <laughs> Declining now, they have $36. All right, you got $36. Here's your third question. How much of the 36 are you going to risk? Okay, $15. $15. Who is the chief of state of Spain? Franco. Francisco Franco. Now they have $51. You've got $51, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much will you bet? 25 $25. Who is the prime minister of England? Atlee. Atlee is right. And that means that these people, the college students, with their $76, get the chance of a $1,000 question. And now, a word from Myron Wallace. The name Elgin American means the very finest quality designing, finish, and craftsmanship. The best value. 
In exquisite compacts, gorgeous simulated pearls, magnificent dresser sets, magic action lighters, wondrous lighter cases, distinguished cigarette cases, handsome military sets, fascinating musical humidors. Your favorite store has a complete assortment of the newest Elgin American styles right now. See them. And for your own proud use, for thrilling prestige gifts, always buy Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, the college students. Ready to try for the $1,000, eh? Good luck, and I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you and no help in the audience, please. Here it is. Now that military government has been abandoned in Germany, who is America, civilian high commissioner in charge of our interest there? Uh, Mr. Dixter, what is the answer you two have decided upon? McClory. Uh, that's right, you win $1,000. You had the right answer, so you win $1,000 from Elgin American Compacts. What are you going to do with all that money? Well, I'm going to use it for my thesis writing. I hope to uh, uh, get more material for, from Holland. And what, what about you, Miss McCall? My Nicole? money will go to Guatemala to zernify of the floods. Well, that's a wonderful way to spend it. Thanks and congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays $1,000. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life. Starring Groucho Marx, presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? Don't go away now. Bing Crosby's next. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, I will say that one of the things I like most about America is the hamburger. But I can't agree with the doors that say in and out as what I dislike about America the most, especially nowadays. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a review as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. 
If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of the Vintage Club members, this weekend we will be posting a husband who cannot appreciate his wife's phobia of dogs. Once he gets one home, his wife sets it against him. It's from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and it's called Lost Dog. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.